We pick up at the bottom of 91b, Tzadik Aleph Amad Bet, with the Mishnah. Uh, if you go to a, uh, if you are, uh, lost one of your close relatives, and uh, it says that uh, uh, he's normally he's not allowed to eat, uh, as we mentioned yesterday, and yesterday, sure, normally he's not allowed to eat uh, Kochim. However, in terms of the Pesach, because as we mentioned, uh, Aninut only really extends on a, uh, a Dorata level until the evening. Okay, um, It's only rabbinically uh, that the rabbis say that uh, the state of Aninut of morning uh, carries on until the night. Now, fascinating enough, uh, Rashi mentions that it's, uh, there's only, even if uh, the actual person, he has not yet done the burial. So this is actually quite fascinating. Even though the burial uh, is is uh, is still to take place, uh, this person should still eat uh, the Korban Pesach at night uh, if he was if it was shechted for him. We saw yesterday uh, that it, it can be shechted for him. But there's now taking it from the point of view of the Onayin himself, uh, what he has to actually do. So he can eat the Pesach at night. Avalo bekochim. He's not allowed to eat other kochim as well. So the Gemara is going to discuss uh, the difference. Now talking about uh, similar kind of ideas, Hashomer al What happens if you hear? about uh, someone who has died. Now, uh, this is not the same as Aninut. Uh, this normally, uh, in normal cases, uh, this is the same really as an Onain. You hear that someone dies, you immediately become an Onain. Uh, and, uh, but now, what we're talking about here is a, uh, it's, uh, it's something what's called a Shmua Rechoka, a hearing from far away. In other words, uh, that it's gone beyond Shloshim, beyond be- after 30 days. You hear more than 30 days uh, that uh, the person has passed away. So then, uh, what what uh, what happens there? He is aninut is only rabbinical, uh, and therefore, uh, if you shomayel meto hamelakait lo atzamot, and and someone who uh, who is uh, who reinters his parents, he gathers the bones of his parents. They they were. Um, uh, yeah, or, or other uh, people as well, but most often happened with parents that you would move them to like a family grave. Uh, all of those things, uh, the, the rabbi said, uh, both uh, the sh- uh, hearing a shmur rechoka uh, as well as uh, um, taking the bones, uh, the rabbis decreed on a person that uh, he has to observe a day of mourning. Uh, and now, but even in that night, um, uh, however, he is free. Tovel vochel bekochim. They 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 go to the uh, mikveh and uh, they are allowed to eat all types of kochim at night. Uh, so that's what's different uh, from a, a standard onain who can't eat kochim. Yeah, these people because the whole institution is rabbinic uh, is are able to just tovel to go to the mikveh and they eat food at night. Uh, and and the rabbis, even the rabbis in this case, uh, did not say that that the. the the Aninut uh, continues until nightfall. Uh, the question is why, you know, if they just hear about something they weren't involved uh, in it, uh, then it, it, uh, the, why do they have to uh, toivel uh, themselves? Well, I think the Gemara is actually uh, going to uh, to discuss, uh, you know, the, the fact that why aren't they tame for longer? Uh, so what do we say is uh, in terms of that, that maybe it's just their status, um, you know, has to change in order for them to eat. That's why they would have to toivel. 
Okay, a ger shenit ger erev Pesach. What happens if a a ger a person converts on erev Pesach? Bet Shammah Rim, Bet Shammah says Tovav Ochel et Pischo la erev. You are what you are allowed to do. Bet Shammah says you do tovel and you eat the Pesach that night. Bet Shammah Rim gives an interesting statement. Haparish mina orla, kaparish mina kever. Someone who converts is like someone who separates from a grave. In other words, he has to observe uh, a a, a seven-day waiting period the same way as someone who touched a dead body uh, and uh, and therefore uh, on the eighth day onwards he can uh, only then eat uh, um, uh, holy meat uh, and as a result uh, he this person has to uh, will get pushed off uh, to Pesach Shani alright so the Gemara picks up Ma'atama uh, what is the reason uh, that Onain uh, can come and eat uh, the Pesach at night Kasavar uh, on, on the one hand Aninut Halala Dravanan this Aninut this uh, very intense period of mourning uh, is only uh, that the following night is only a rabbinical thing and Gabe Pesach Dulohimidu Tavarem Bakum Karet and the rabbis never uh, stood their words up uh, in terms of a Torah obligation uh, to eat the Pesach offering, uh, which if you don't eat it, uh, you will get karet. So you've got karet on the one side, uh, and you have a rabbinical obligation on the other side uh, of Aninut, and therefore uh, the two clash. Gabe uh, Kochim, well then, in terms of Kochim, uh, you know, that's uh, in, 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 uh, in terms of normal sacrifices, Hemedu Divrahim Makom Asai, then what are they in terms of an assay uh, to to eat uh, the korban not if you shecht a korban uh, you have to eat it uh, that is only a rabbinical uh, thing and the rabbi said listen uh, the view that an onain uh, should uh, the aninut carries on at night uh, this morning carries on at night uh, would push aside the need uh, for other to eat other kochim it's only an assay uh, so the, the rabbi said uh, in terms of other kochim we won't allow an onain to eat it however in terms of the uh, korban pesach which has to be eaten uh, on pain of karet uh, so that they allowed uh, the person to eat Okay, and it says uh, Now, uh, if you hear about a, a, a dead person, also uh, the person that gathers bones. So, as you mentioned, the Gemara is going to say uh, the person that gathers bones. Person touches bones uh, to reinter them. Uh, that uh, makes him tame, uh, fully tame, mate. And as a result, uh, it's not just he has to, you know, he can't eat the korban pesach at night. Uh, that can't happen because of the fact that. That he has not he's now tamay mate and therefore he should get pushed off to Pesach Shani uh, and then he needs sprinkling on the third day and the seventh day uh, to make him tahor so the Gemara answers to that Ema Shilakatu Lo Atamot no the, the bones were gathered uh, for him and as a result he never touched him uh, that person that touched him uh, obviously becomes tamay mate uh, that would be uh, that would push him off uh, to Pesach Shani uh, but this person all he's doing is uh, teaching uh, the law of uh, uh, someone uh, that you have to observe uh, mourning rabbinically for a day uh, and, and, and really that night he's able to uh, eat the Koran Pesach. 
All right, now we move on uh, to the, uh, the the part of the Mishnah which talks about a gar that converts. Uh, when it says it's about a Aro uh, Goy, sorry, it's about an uncircumcised non-Jew. Right? I mean, it, uh, we, we're talking here about a, uh, a non-Jew uh, that comes and converts uh, and he gets a, a Brit Mila. Uh, and it says, uh, why? Debate, you know, Chama says, no problem, once you convert to Jewish, once you're Jewish, you have to bring the Korban Pesach, no problem. Uh, it's Beit Hillel that we have to worry about, uh, we have to understand. Uh, Beit Hillel, Savre, they say, Gezeira, Shemi, Tameh, Lishnaba. Uh, next year, uh, this convert is going to uh, have, uh, you know, will, will become uh, Tameh, he'll, he'll not become Tameh, but he'll just be Tameh uh, around the time of the Korban Pesach. Vomer, and Vyomer, uh, and, uh, and he says, Ishta Last year, Milo Tavalti Vachalti. Last year, I was Tamer mate, uh, and um. And what happens is, or you know, it, uh, I, I touched the corpse before I became Jewish, and I therefore was tamemet. And now, uh, last year, all I did was go to the mikveh, tavalti v'achalti, I toiled, and then I ate, uh, and therefore, achshav nami etbol ve'echol. What I'm going to do now, I'll just go to the mikveh, the same as I did last year, and uh, eat the korban pesach. And he won't uh, realize dishakayd goyhava. Uh, last year, at the time uh, that he touched a dead body he was a non-Jew and he did not receive Tumah as a result of that Achshav Yisrael but now as a Jew he has to observe uh, the seven day uh, period and get sprinkled on the third and the seventh day and uh, therefore he's totally forbidden from bringing the Korban Pesach so to stop us making that mistake uh, Beit Hillel says uh, that uh, a, a person uh, any kind of non-Jew has to observe an extra seven days even though he converts on Erev Pesach uh, Beit Hillel say uh, no law goes in and we do not make that decree uh, he thinks that people will, should understand uh, in terms of that, uh, and, and and that's what, that's what we say. Okay, Aval um, Israel. Now we move on to a person that wasn't circumcised, uh, and we're talking here about a Jewish person that wasn't circumcised. And uh, in order, obviously, to uh, to eat the korban pesach, you have to be circumcised. So in terms of this guy, Divrakol Tovavochel et Pischol Erev, both Beit Hillel and Beit Shammai agree that uh, you, you have to, uh, you, you can get a Brit Milah, uh, and then you go to the mikveh and eat uh, your Pesach that night. And we don't say that we're going to uh, get confused uh, between uh, and decree uh, that an, a Jewish person uh, can't, uh, also has to separate for, for seven days, uh, as the same as a non-Jew. We're not going to, uh, we do not decree on that. Uh, we also learn uh, the following. Amaravi Shimon, uh, uh, we taught similarly in a brata. Amaravi Shimon ben Lazar, Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar says, Lo nechlegu b'chama b'tilal al ara Yisrael shetvavach pischol erev. No one argued about a a uh, Jew that had not had a Brit Milah, uh, that once he has a Brit Milah, uh, he goes to the mikveh and he's able to eat his Pesach that night. Amar Nechleku, what is the argument about? Aragoy, uh, they are talking about a non-Jew uh, that is uh, going to convert, okay, an uncircumcised non-Jew, he converts, he goes to the mikveh uh, and um, 
uh, you would also have to bring a sacrifice in the time of the Beit HaMikdash. Today, obviously, uh, just toveling and mila is uh, all that is needed to convert. Okay, uh, there, so, so in, in terms of this, uh, he is, uh, we talk, you know, he, he, we, we say uh, that uh, the, the non uncircumcised Jew, a uh, non Jew, Shabbat Shammah Rim, Tovah Vachet Pishkol Erev, Shammah, do not decree against this person. Uh, they say he can tovel and then eat it at night. Vatilah says, as we saw before, Parash Min Arla, Kaporash Min Hakever, we treat him as if he is Tamay mate, uh, and, and therefore he has to wait uh, another seven days uh, to become uh, able to eat any form of Kochim, and obviously uh, would get pushed off uh, to Pesach Shani. Okay, uh, and once we're talking about that, and, and we had mentioned uh, before that uh, uh, the, the rabbis' uh, decrees do not stand up in the face of, uh, of uh, uh, you know, playing one rabbinical decree against uh, uh, other prohibitions. Okay, uh, we, we're going to see uh, now. Uh, six examples of that three in which the rabbinical um, uh, the rabbis uh, stand firm and, uh, and 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 don't allow the person to do something and uh, three in which they uh, allow uh, the person to do uh, something they don't the, the decrees don't stand okay so as as follows amrava Aral Hazar Ve'Ismael. In terms of a uh, an Aral, a non a non Jewish person who converted uh, Hazar, uh, sprinkling uh, the the waters uh, on someone on the third and the seventh day, uh, and uh, you know it, it says Ve'Ismael and a, uh, a a circumcision uh, knife. Uh, the rabbi said he midu divrahim bakom karet. In those situations, despite the fact uh, that uh, it it could be an issue of karet, the rabbi stood firm on their decrees. However, uh, in the other three, uh, the following three, Onain, uh, Mitzora, Ubeita Pras. And Onain, a person who is in this intense mourning, uh, who just lost a relative that day, uh, Mitzora uh, as well, a person who's got Sarat, Ubeita uh, Pras, in terms of you're not sure where a grave is. Uh, the rabbis did not, uh, you know, make their words stand uh, in the face of uh, karet. So let's explain this. Aral, uh, run the case of the Aral, exactly what we said uh, in terms of uh, of Beit Hillel, uh, who obviously uh, go like Beit Hillel says. Listen, despite the fact uh, that this uh, Jew, a non convert uh, that is just converted, uh, is not going to be able. Uh, to bring the Korban Pesach, you might think he's liable for karet uh, for that. So even in the situation uh, where uh, it's a karet bearing sin uh, by not eating the Korban Pesach, he says just to avoid uh, the problems that uh, that might occur next year, we push him off to Pesach Shani and, uh, and, and our decrees stand in the face of this non-Jew. Uh, or this uh, this convert. All right, Hazar Damamar, and the similarly in terms of sprinkling, uh, as we saw uh, earlier on, uh, I think around uh, Daf 68 uh, there or thereabouts, uh, where we said if a person's uh, uh, day, uh, the, their seventh day was Erev Pesach and, and it was Shabbat, uh, we don't uh, sprinkle on that person. Hazar Damamar. 
Azashrut Vandoche Eta Pesach. We had a big machloket in the Mishnah uh, there. I think it was uh, the beginning of uh, the sixth chapter uh, where we, you know, talked about Tamid Hanishchat uh, in, in the first chapter, and then we moved on uh, to the sixth chapter, and there was that uh, very big Mishnah uh, where we argued about Hazar, uh, why Hazar would not be allowed on uh, the seventh day, uh, which which area uh, of Pesach, which happened to be on a Shabbat. Okay. Um, all right, it doesn't push aside. Uh, we don't sprinkle on a person, even though that means uh, he is Tamay, and uh, in theory, it's a carrot-bearing um, uh, issue uh, because that person gets pushed off to Pesach Shani. Uh, Ismail, similarly, Datanya, Kashem Sh'ain Mavin Oto, Derek Rishutaravim, Kach, Ain Mavin Oto, Derek Kagot, Derek Katerot, Derek Karpifiot. This takes us back to a discussion that we uh, uh, saw uh, in Ayrav. Uh, where we said uh, if you hadn't bring brought uh, the Brit Milah knife uh, into the baby before Shabbat, you're not allowed to bring it through Rashut Harabim, you're not allowed to break Shabbat that way. In the same way, you're not allowed to uh, break Shabbat by bringing it directly through Rashut Harabim, uh, you're also not allowed to bring it through uh, the uh, like kind of quasi uh, domains which bear the same kind of. Uh, relationship to one another, uh, non non particularly uh, non well used domains, uh, roofs, chateres, uh, um, uh, and carpafiot. Carpaf uh, was a, a certain size um, area uh, that was also like fenced in. So you might think that that's only rabbinical. And here we have a uh, uh, all of these things. You're not allowed to carry in them on a rabbinical thing. They're not dorata. Dorata is rishutarabim, rishutayachid. All of these are kind of quasi. Uh, um, uh, public areas, but they're not real public areas. You might think you 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 could uh, bring the knife through the mitzvah of Brit Milah, which has got carrot attached to it, uh, would override uh, the prohibition against carrying the knife in these uh, um, in a rabbinically uh, prohibited way. Uh, you might think it overrides that. Uh, we say no, uh, that we'd have to push off uh, the Brit Milah. Uh, and this could also be on Erev Pesach uh, and uh, as well, uh, which stops his whole household uh, eating the uh, um, uh, the Korban Pesach as well. Uh, if you've got someone uncircumcised in your family, uh, you also get penalized by not being able to eat the Korban Pesach. So even in that situation, uh, what would we say? Uh, we'd say that these, these people would then have to get pushed off uh, to Pesach Shani. All right, uh, and now um, uh, we give the three examples where the rabbis did not uh, make the decrees stand in the face of uh, of, of Karet Onen Hadam Ran, also this Onen uh, that we said, uh, despite the fact that uh, even in the, in the situation whereby he has still not buried his uh, his mate uh, for whatever reason, uh, he didn't bury him before Pesach, uh, still that night he eats the Korban Pesach Matsura. Uh, uh, what is the case of Matsura? Mahi Detanya, we learn in Brata, Matsura Shekal Shmini Shelo Berev Pesach um uh, 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 a a uh, this matsura who is uh, his um uh, eighth day uh, falls on erev pesach vra keri bobayom and then he sees keri so not only so what happens is uh, with the matsura uh, he has uh, had a whole body shave etc and he's gone to the mikvah uh, and all that's left uh, in terms of him he's called a mechusa kaparim uh, and on the eighth day he has to bring a sacrifice uh, and uh, and and what he, what happens is is that eighth day uh, we're assuming now uh, falls on erev pesach uh, and therefore should be if nothing if he's uh, good to go uh, then but he's entitled to 
come, uh, and there'd be no problem with him uh, coming to the Beit Hamikdash uh, in terms of um, uh, bringing his sacrifices. And now he'd be good to go uh, and and fully fledged uh, to to eat the korban pesach that night. Perfectly uh, allowed to do that. And now what happens is uh, there's a complicating factor. carry uh, and then he has an emission of semen uh, on that day. Uh, and normally what we do, we, what we say is he has to go to the mikveh and once he's gone to the mikveh he's got the status of a tvulyom. Now normally a tvulyom, uh, uh, a person that has just gone to the mikveh is forbidden uh, from coming uh, to, the, uh, to, the, to the temple uh, for, you know, he's, he's not allowed on the temple precincts, uh, he would have to leave uh, the Gemara. Uh, in uh, uh, in Tamid uh, discusses you know what, and and it has uh, to do with those tunnels that uh, we had mentioned a few days ago in in terms of uh, the, the tunnels underneath uh, the Beit Hamikdash uh, were not sanctified so if a, a kohen would see uh, that he had carry he would go down Tovin in the mikveh and walk uh, from the underground tunnels he would walk outside uh, the Beit Hamikdash so he wouldn't you know go into the Beit Hamikdash because the Tvulyom is not supposed to uh, be on the Beit, in the Beit HaMikdash precincts. However, uh, over here, uh, we say that we do allow him to come on uh, the temple precincts uh, in order uh, to sacrifice his, uh, in order to bring his sacrifices. And this is, Normally, we don't allow a person uh, like this on, onto the, the precincts of the Beit HaMikdash. This one is allowed to come. Uh, and they say, Mutav, Yavu say. Uh, a, a positive commandment uh, which says that uh, you, you're not supposed to, uh, a Tame person should not come uh, on the Beit HaMikdash so that is uh, that includes a Tvulyom on a rabbinical level because on a Dorata level he really has gone to the Mikveh and there's no Tuma uh, attached to him anymore so there's a, you know, on, on a Dorata level on a rabbinical level, uh, that is what we say, there is a little vestige of uh, Tuma attached to him still and therefore he shouldn't come on so now uh, he's not supposed to come on vizir niknas and mutav yavo rather that this positive commandment uh, against the gazera uh, that we normally don't allow rather that gets pushed aside she, uh, against yavo um, asay she has bukaret sorry uh, the asay that's got the karet um, uh, the, the, the asay of bringing the korban pesach otherwise you will get karet yidche asay she has bukaret will push aside uh, this, the positive commandment uh, to, uh, to send away uh, all Tame people uh, from the camp, uh, so that the positive commandment where it's got carried comes and overrides uh, this uh, other positive commandment uh, of uh, of you know the Tame the Tvulyom not coming on the temple uh, to the temple. I'm uh, Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan comments on that. He says, afilu lobo." No, there's not even an asay uh, in terms of uh, of of this. Uh, it's not even a positive commandment uh, to do it because, really, on in in theory, uh, the person is 100 uh, percent pure. Shema v'yamod Yoshafat bekal Yehuda v'yushalayim b'veit Hashem nifnei achatzer ha'charasha. And Yoshafat stood uh, in in the in the congregation of Yehuda in Yushalayim in in the house of Hashem. Uh, 
about the new courtyard. What is the new courtyard? My What is this new courtyard? We haven't heard anything uh, about a new courtyard uh, in the psukim before. As uh, so it says, she she could shoe the kiddush that he did and the the new thing that he innovated. Ramru lo yichnas levia. He says tvolyom uh, is not supposed to uh, come in the in the in the Levite camp, I on the Temple Mount. Uh, so really, it is it's it's, it's a rabbinical uh, thing. He instituted it and and he made that decree uh, that and and therefore it's not even a, a fully fledged positive command. It's just a rabbinical uh, decree, and therefore that rabbinical decree does not stand in the way of the positive commandment to bring the Korban Pesach, which bears karet. Last case, uh, Beta Pras. Uh, the Beta Pras did none, as we learned in a Mishnah. Uh, it's a Mishnah in Oilot. Uh, it says, Shavin Beit Shammai Beit Hillel. Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel agree about a Beit Apras. Shebotkin L'Osei Pesach. You can check a Beit Apras. Beit Apras really is an uh, an area uh, which is uh, where, where there's a, a, a corpse in the field. Uh, there's known to be a corpse in the field. Uh, but what happens is we're not sure where the corpse is uh, exactly. And then someone went and plowed it over. Uh, and what happens is they might have cut down uh, into the corpse which was seemingly buried uh, without uh, any coffin or anything and now you've got uh, you could have bits of bone uh, strewn around uh, the place the issue is uh, now Kohen is not allowed to go into this field uh, in theory because he might have um, uh, you might encounter a piece of uh, of uh, an, an olive or actually I think a barley sized piece of bone and you might touch it and and uh, or form an oil over a bigger amount of uh, of flesh and stuff like that and then he would become tame so a coin wouldn't be allowed to do it however uh, but even in this case in the case of this beta price that was plowed over and the person's on his way uh, to sacrifice a Korban Pesach Sham Beit Shama Beit Hillel Shebutkin, Losai Pesach. We we check uh, this field, which we're going to say exactly. Yeah, we will define that later. Uh, for someone that's on the way to the Pesach, uh, we don't check it just for someone who's able to eat uh, truma. Uh, we say, listen, uh, rather that you shouldn't go through. Uh, if you did go through, we say we we kind of forbid you from eating uh, your truma. But uh, the the issue is in terms of a korban Pesach, we do allow uh, the checking to take place. Ma botkin also Pesach. What do you mean you check it uh, for these people? Am Yuda, am Ashmol, Beta pras uh, What happens is you kind of it's seemingly that you go through uh, either crouching very low or you know uh, uh, um, crawl through the field or, or you know on, on your hands and knees going through the field and blowing in front of you and once you uh, blow on the dust you'll see whether if there are fragments of bone in front of you so you, ve- you take a very uh, slow way uh, through this field to find out uh, if there are any bones over there. Rabiuda uh, bar uh, abayim. And Mishmaid Rav Yehuda Amar Rav Yehuda Baba and the name Rav Yehuda says no, there's no real need to do that. Beta Prash she nidrash nidash tahor. If people have been walking through the uh, the this uh, Beta Prash, uh, there is an assumption and a presumption uh, that uh, any bits of bone uh, have actually been crushed uh, due to the, uh, the the foot traffic and uh, any size uh, any um, barley size piece of bone has been crushed to smaller uh, than. A barley uh, size, and then a person can just literally uh, walk through. There's no problem uh, for that, but that's only uh, in terms of the Korban Pesach, uh, 
where there is uh, this issue of carrot. Uh, when it comes to other things uh, like eating trimmer, we'd say no. If you walk through the field, uh, then we say uh, you're not allowed to eat uh, trimmer uh, as well. All right. <coughs> uh, and uh, with that, we finish Hadrenlach Haisha. And we move on into the penultimate uh, chapter uh, of Pesachim, uh, 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 which deals a lot with uh, uh, the, the Pesach Shani. Okay, Mishayat, Tame, or Baderich Rukoka. And if someone is Tame or on a faraway uh, uh, in a faraway journey, Vuloasa uh, Rishon, and he has not uh, done the uh, Pesach Rishon. Yaseetashani, uh, he is allowed uh, to do uh, Pesach Shani. Shagag Onenas Oasa Vuloasa Terishon. What happens uh, if he, uh, you know, forgot uh, or he was forced uh, and he didn't do uh, the Rishon? In other words, uh, you know, if he didn't, as long as he didn't deliberately uh, not do the first Korban Pesach, Yaseetashani. He's also allowed to do uh, and bring Pesach Shani a month later on the 14th of year. Imkain asks the Gemara, you know, Lama Neymar, Tame Oshaya, Bederich Ruka. Why does it specifically give uh, those examples of a person that's Tame or on a faraway journey? Uh, in terms of that, uh, those, uh, you know, if, if these. Um, the people, uh, those people, uh, Tameh or Baderich Rukaka, uh, they were totally exempt uh, from the first one. So therefore, if they didn't do the second one, uh, they are exempt uh, from Karet. Uh, but if you just made a mistake or uh, you were forced uh, by some external circumstances uh, and you didn't even manage to bring the second uh, Pesach, you would be liable to Karet, uh, as, we'll chat, uh, as we'll see in the Gomorrah. Okay, Itmar. Um, we say Hayab if a person's on a uh, on a on a, a far away from the Pesach Shakatu Zakru Alav and uh, what happens is uh, then they the people uh, your friends uh, shecht uh, and throw the blood for you uh, and you actually arrive in time to eat the Korban Pesach. So uh, in terms of uh, you know let's say your Korban Pesach uh, was shechted at three o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, the question is uh, you know and and, and the blood was thrown at that time you were on the way uh, but you managed to make it in two hours later you pitch up at uh, at five o'clock uh, and and therefore you're inside jerusalem uh, that night the question is uh, can you eat the Pesach? Uh, it is acceptable, even though uh, you were uh, unable to, if, if you took your position at three o'clock, you would not be able to eat the Korban Pesach. Uh, you, now, uh, the fact is that you are here uh, for the eating of it, and therefore it is fine. Rav Sheshit says it is not uh, acceptable if you get pushed off to Pesach Shani. Rav Nachman says you are perfectly allowed. Why? Mechis hu dechas rachmana. Uh, the, 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 he says the reason is uh, you know that uh, the, the Torah had pity uh, on this person uh, you know and uh, the, 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 you know there was there was pity on the person that gave him an exemption uh, and here uh, this person yeah, said listen 
I'm not, you know, even though uh, in theory I could get pushed aside uh, to Pesach Shani, I don't want to be, uh, and therefore I want to do it on Pesach Rishon. So he should be blessed uh, for, for making the effort. Rav Shachitamar, Lo Hurtza. Uh, the, he says no. Uh, you are not. Uh, it's not acceptable uh, to do that. Why? Midcha adachai rachmana katame. It's as if you were tame. Uh, you know, derech rukuka and tame are are together, and therefore uh, the fact that you are tame means you are not allowed uh, to uh, to to do it. And therefore the same thing here. Uh, the same way as if you are tame, you wouldn't be allowed to do it. The same thing here. If you're on a derech rukuka, you also uh, wouldn't. Um, be able to do it. Uh, so Amar Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says about that. Minah Minalach tries to bring proof for his side of the of of, of his statement. Did none, uh, as uh, you know, as we said in the Mishnah Mishnah Tamei or B'derech Ruka V'lo'asai Tarishon Yaseh Tashani. The Mishnah says if you're Tamei or on a faraway journey, uh, then if you don't bring the first and you don't bring the first one, you bring the second one. Uh, it says Yeah Michlal Di by Avid. It says if you're Tamei and and, and on a faraway journey and don't bring the first one, which implies uh, that there is an opportunity uh, to bring the first one. Uh, therefore, if you did, that's great. Uh, but if you didn't, uh, then you are uh, you know, then, then you would get pushed off. Uh, you know, the, the, what you what you've done, you've done, uh, and that is good. Rav Sheshet Amalach Rav Sheshet would respond uh, as follows: Iachi, uh, if that is the case, uh, says Rav Sheshet. Um, Sefer, uh, what about the last part of the Mishnah? The Kasani Shagag Onenas Velo Terishon. Then we we said, what happens if you uh, forgot uh, or you were uh, forced into it by some other circumstance? You didn't. Do uh, the first one, Yasei uh, Tashani. Then you should do the Shani. Vukatani Veloasa. It says you you. Uh, it doesn't say uh, that. It, it, uh, the, 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 sorry, the fact that it does say, uh, and he didn't do it. Michlaud by Avid Shagag Nenas. You mean what do you mean? And he didn't do it. He was forced, and he was unable to do it. Well, then he couldn't have done it. What do you mean? And he did do it. You know, that's it. So, so that means uh, that he was unable uh, to do it. So therefore, what is that? That implies that he couldn't do it. But now you said, and if he didn't do it, so therefore Ella. Uh, Maizid Katani Bajao Hakanami Onain Katani Bajao. So too, we say that the same way we said if you didn't. Um, if you didn't do it on purpose, uh, we talk it to things. So the first part uh, of uh, the the mission is talking about a person, uh, talking about an onain, okay? And, uh, and really, it says if you were you were tame <coughs> and on a faraway thing, and also an onain, uh, and therefore it says if you wanted to do the first pesach, <coughs> you could do so. <coughs> okay, we will leave it there. Uh, everyone should have a good day.